0: Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports.
1: It'd be great to be in attendance for such.
0: Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek.
1: You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code Sports Mecca, you could get twenty dollars off your first purchase.
0: Get your seat at SeatGeek today. <music> Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hengeli. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with University of Minnesota volleyball player, Jenna Wenis. Jenna, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate the time.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Really, we'll start with on, on this podcast will be you know talk to us a little bit about what your off-season schedule is like currently and I believe Minnesota has played in a few spring scrimmages have you participated in those as well
2: yes we've had four spring scrimmages and we just finished our last one last weekend
0: how has that gone you know have you have you performed well you know how has the team done in those scrimmages
2: Um, We've done very well I feel like there was something we improved upon after each each scrimmage and I think it's very apparent to us as a team Uh, we've talked about it a lot this spring like we're intentional and we're overall just really good we have a lot of people that can do a lot of things a lot of depth so I think we're we're definitely super excited and
0: hopeful for the fall. So you know in addition to these spring scrimmages you know what what else has your off season schedule been like, you know, have you been able to take some time off to recharge, you know, since the season ended, have you been doing, you know, shrink the conditioning um, and and that stuff also? Yeah. So we
2: came off the tournament in the middle of December and we all got to go home until about the middle of January, which is nice. We all got a break time to do, our own thing live our own lives for a little bit and then we came back in January started eight hours right away which was just four hours of lifting a week four hours of volleyball Um, so it was super light not too bad we got a lot of good lifting and conditioning in we left for spring break uh, the second week of March around that time and then as soon as we came back that's when 20 hours kicked in and we were full-on volleyball five days a week lifting three times a week as well
0: so, you know, talk about that transition of, of going from the eight hours to the, you said the 20 hours, like how big of a jolt was that on your, on your body and on your just mental space?
2: There was a large difference. I noticed almost instantly after that first week going from practicing three times a day or three times a week, sorry, in the eight hour period. And that was even like an hour whenever we did that to five times a week, two hour practices with the lift afterwards, three times. That was a large increase. I feel like a lot of us felt it in our bodies pretty quickly, but at the same time, I enjoyed it because it was much more consistent um, volleyball and consistent practices. Whereas the eight hours, we would have one team practice a week. And so we would come back a week later and it felt like it was harder to build like layers as a team Versus in the 20-hour period, we were really able to work
0: a lot as a team. Mm-hmm. You completed the 2021 season. You completed your sophomore season that year. You played all 31 <laughs> matches. The Gophers lost to Wisconsin in the regional final. So a very, very successful season. Made it very deep in the NCAA tournament. You know, How would you rate overall the team's performance in 2021 and then your performance as well?
2: As a team, we were solid. I think um, we were always able to take a loss and learn from it. I don't think we ever wasted a loss. Um, Were there games we lost we shouldn't have? For sure. I think that happens to everyone. It definitely happened to everyone in the Big Ten this season. But we walked away from all of those games learning something. I personally felt like I learned a lot from those games. And I mean, we lost those games, but we still ended up finishing the Elite Eight, um, which in the grand scheme of things, we were one of the last eight teams standing, and not a lot of people can say that. So overall, it was very successful. The game to Wisconsin was tough, obviously. Obviously, wanted a different outcome, but the sets weren't that far off. We were not that far off, especially playing in their home gym.
0: Yeah, I mean, because they're in the same conference, did you have a sense of familiarity, you know, when you played against them in that match? Certainly,
2: that was the third time. that season that we
0: played them. So we played them once at
2: their place and once at our home. So, yeah, we all knew going in, it was going to be tough. We all knew that their fans were going to be right there yelling or whatever. And we knew, we knew that. So it was definitely um, something I personally, mentally prepared a lot for. um, And I assume my teammates did as well.
0: So let's take a little bit of a step back. You know, what, when you came in as a freshman, you know, what do you think for you, that improvement because I mean there's there's sometimes the cliche is that leap from that freshman year to sophomore year is like the biggest leap that a player can make at any level after you finish that freshman season you know what do you think you really worked on that made you successful in that 2021 season
2: for me I think it was a lot of attacking a lot of focus on um, hitting technique I don't know getting used to attacking in the big 10 so, I would say that was a large focus. Another large focus was probably just mentally uh, preparing myself for the opportunity that I was probably about to receive and then did receive, of just knowing that I can do it. I've done it before in other places. Obviously, the Big Ten is a much bigger stage, but I think overall it was just preparing myself for what I was about to do. And so that summer, having those back to back seasons that summer, I definitely went home. I relaxed, but I mentally prepared myself at the same time to play that season.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's kind of talk about your college recruitment. You know, what was that like? How many schools, you know, including Minnesota, were interested in you when you decided to take that step to play college?
2: My recruiting process was probably a little unique. I did not decide to come here until my junior year. I talked to Minnesota earlier on and off and then eventually my junior year came back to him and was like yeah this is what I want they were on the same page so I ended up here as far as how many schools I'm not sure I could give you a number I was definitely looking at um, a majority of them down south being from Texas I thought I wanted to be closer to home but the opportunity to play here overrode that decision.
0: yeah how much do you know of the the gopher volleyball program and how much did you know of Minnesota in general you know when you were making that recruiting trip
2: I did not know that much at all I knew they were a very good program um, I knew the Big Ten was a big deal I know the coaching staff was a pretty big deal um, obviously they're very some of the best at what they do um, so I knew all of those things I knew nothing about the university itself I knew that I was in Minneapolis I knew that it would probably be pretty cold and far from home so I would say that's the extent the knowledge that I had at the time so it was certainly an adjustment and certainly a big decision to make
0: you know at what point in your really volleyball career did you know okay this is the sport that I want to pursue at the college level
2: Um, honestly pretty early or I definitely committed to volleyball early on probably early middle school I had to stop playing softball and so from elementary school to like middle of middle school so around seventh grade softball was the dream I thought I wanted to be a college softball player at a school like Oklahoma yeah that was that was what I wanted and then I picked up volleyball along the way that kind of got itself going and eventually I had to choose between the two because there wasn't enough time so obviously I landed on volleyball and from there it was all volleyball and it wasn't until probably my eighth grade year I started Uh, Looking into colleges because they were reaching out. I wouldn't say it was like I was dead set on playing college, but it just started happening on its own, kind of. And then somewhere along the way, I was like, yeah, this is what I want.
1: So, speaking of like your uh, transition to college, uh, what was the transition like going from uh, the warm weather in the state of Texas to the frozen tundra of Minnesota?
2: Well, my whole senior year of high school, people would come up to me and say, you know, it's really cold there, right? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I do. It is in Minnesota. I, yeah, I always thought that was funny because it's just, yeah, it's Minnesota. It's going to be cold. So I was prepared for that. I did come up with gloves and stuff, but I honestly was underwhelmed by that transition. I think, you know, I put a coat on, I put my gloves on and I walked outside and I went to the gym and it was, that was it. I was not super uh, overwhelmed by the cold. I will say it gets annoying after you know, I wore a coat yesterday and it's April. It is time for it to go. But overall, it was not as big of a deal as I would think it would be.
1: I've heard some people say that, that there's like some tunnels in, on campus. So like to avoid like the cold. Is that like true?
2: Yes, there are tunnels, but I cannot say I've ever really utilized stuff.
1: You know, one one coach that I'm really familiar with at the University of Minnesota is uh, P.J. Fleck. He has this uh, mm-hmm. cultural philosophy, the roll the boat coach culture. Is that a kind of like one of the culture concepts with the Minnesota volleyball program as well?
2: Um, no, I would say football and volleyball have very different cultural aspects. Probably we don't we don't ever really use row the boat in our gym. Um, but I don't think it's because, for any specific reason. I think it's just two different coaching
1: styles. You did mention softball that you played. Uh, um, so some centers in the NBA have a big volleyball background, like Joel Embiid, Will Chamberlain, are a couple examples. Did you have any background? Did you play some basketball growing up? And did that like help you with your volleyball? If you did,
2: uh, I did play basketball through middle school maybe I did not play for the middle school team but I played on like a rec teams growing up and I did like it I fell out quite a bit so that kind of uh ended pretty quickly
1: so a little bit kind of like strength conditioning and so uh it's sand volleyball it's a sport I played a lot like on with recreationally uh, when I was in college and sometimes at home Uh, Is is sand volleyball used at all in like like maybe like a strength and conditioning plan, like maybe over the summer? Do you play some sand volleyball and how does that help you with your abilities? Yeah, we do play
2: sand volleyball up here. We have some courts um, in our athletes village. Uh, In high school, I played it a lot for fun. I never did it competitively. Um, And so Hugh really encourages our team to do it throughout the summer though. He thinks it's a good way to develop Um, skills that translate in the gym, along with just that cardio that the sand does provide. I have not done a sand workout here, but I do know in the past they've done them throughout the summer. So I might find out about those this summer.
1: Is it a lot more difficult than regular volleyball to you? Like it was weird when I was i was like, I felt like I was a little bit better playing in sand volleyball. But then when I went and played like on actual volleyball court, it felt like way different for me. Maybe I kind of did better in the sand, weirdly enough.
2: Yeah, I think I would probably be the opposite. I think
1: my timing gets thrown off
2: in the sand sometimes. So mm-hmm. I would be interested in learning more about, um, sand because I do think it is super fun.
1: I, I love watching it, uh, every Olympics. Uh, um, so USA volleyball, uh, how do you see it, see it, the U S, uh, team right now, or just like the landscape of, a uh, of a U.S. volleyball against the world in the, in the world stage?
2: Um, I think, yeah, USA Volleyball, obviously, they just won the Olympics, so they're very good. They have a lot of talent, obviously, um, very good at all aspects of the game. For the future of USA Volleyball, I think there's so much volleyball talent uh, in the country that you see all over the place in college athletics, so I definitely think the future is bright.
1: Awesome. So uh, what are some of your favorite venues to play in, in the, in the big 10 and maybe some other venues that you've played at that's outside the conference?
2: Yeah, well, obviously my favorite would have to be the PAV. I love playing at home for so many reasons, but if I had to pick one that was not our own, I would probably have to say that that's tough. Cause I don't, I don't remember feeling like, man, I love this gym and many of the gyms that I've been in. The ones we've played in that weren't in our conference, uh, we played at Oregon and that had the trees on the court. So that was, that was interesting. Cool, for sure, but hard to see the lines at sometimes. Florida had a nice gym as well. I think that was our other out-of-conference uh, season game.
1: So Oregon, was that the basketball arena as well? Or is that like a different complex?
2: I believe it's the same as the basketball.
1: Okay. Yeah. That, that's what I, that's what I thought. Cause I, I, I watch a lot of college basketball and I watch a lot of Oregon games and I noticed the court like with the trees and stuff. So when I heard that, I assumed that that was like, kind of like the same venue. I believe it is. Yes. One more question I have for you. Uh, any advice you would like to give to any young athlete who's trying to pursue their goals and, competing at the college and professional level, or maybe something like just trying to make their varsity team.
2: Yeah. The main takeaway would probably have to be, I think it would just be like standing up for yourself and owning your own uh, capabilities, knowing that you are good enough. And then just continuing on with your training and your efforts.
0: Mm -hmm. So what, one last thing I am curious about you mentioned, you know, when Sam asked you the question about the courts, you know, how different is the environment? Like once you got to the, the NCAA tournament compared to the regular season, like, did it ever, you know, phase you or phase the team because of the amount of people or just like the competition was like at a higher level?
2: Yeah. I wouldn't say it was as much the competition that, I don't know. I feel like we play high level volleyball pretty much every game we play in, in our conference. So, the environment was certainly different, probably going into the tournament. I think um, aside from wherever we were, there's already that kind of cloud of like, this is the tournament, this is like, you know, it's do it or we're going home um, type of thing that we definitely had to learn to deal with. And I think we did a good job at that in our Sweet 16 game against Baylor, um, where we did kind of look ourselves in the mirror and see ourselves going home, but we were able to, you know, just keep doing what we were doing, overcome that and obviously move on. So, yeah, I thought that was a really cool lesson to learn um, as a sophomore for me personally, just the, uh, it wasn't going great, but we did it anyways.
0: Big question that I got for you is, you know, what's the really the mindset that you're going to be taking this off season that's going to carry into your junior year?
2: Yeah, I think um, I'm still continuing to work on, you know, my mindset and just, I guess, understanding how my mind is when I'm playing and figuring out how to deal with the emotions and the stress and the, I don't know, all the feelings that come with playing in the big 10 and playing in big games, night in and night out, playing when you don't feel that great, playing when things aren't going right. Like I'm learning how to deal with that, how to deal with that in the moment and then how to come home and say, okay, what did I do? Well, what could I have worked on? What am I going to take with me to my next game? And so I think off season was definitely a grind that, 100% 100% prepared me for this fall. And so I'll definitely take a lot of lessons I learned from this spring.
0: For sure. For maybe anybody that wants to reach out to you, any volleyball players that are at the college level, high school level, any social media accounts that you'd be willing to promote that they can maybe reach out you reach out to you on?
2: Yeah, for sure. My Instagram um, is just my name with an underscore after it. Um, I think there's not too many people with the last name Winnes. So I'll be able to find it but yeah my Instagram DMs Twitter DMs even it's also just my name
0: well Jenna we really appreciate the time talking to both Sam and I we definitely learned a little bit about you know your background and navigating the life of a college athlete we really appreciate the time
2: yeah I appreciate you guys having me